Eric B's Daily Vlogs. All right, guys, another episode, another live interview tonight. This time I have producer, second unit director, assistant director, and actress Roberta Sparta from the Disney Plus episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. She played Leia's aunt, Selly Organa. So she shares the last name with Princess Leia. We're going to get her on the other side of the break. But first, let's get this started. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Welcome, everyone. It's The Daily Podcast and The Daily Vlogs. I am your host, Eric B. Thank you guys for jumping on again for another live interview. This one's going to be a little more entertaining, I hope. I hope it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. I have Roberta Sparta, um, Disney Plus, Sally Organa, who played Leia's aunt. I have her in the waiting room, so I'm going to pull her in right now. All right, Roberta is coming in as we speak. All right, there she is. Let's give Roberta a round of applause. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Eric. All right, Roberta, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for being on the show. Um, I know, I know you, you've been busy, and, and thank you for taking the time. Um, Roberta, go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone for us. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Roberta Sparta. I am a actress, producer, and second unit director, uh, originally from Italy, and I live in Los Angeles. Nice. Is that the accent I'm listening to? Is that Italian accent? I guess. <laughs> I asked you that um, when we were talking on the phone, because I did hear a little accent, but I wasn't sure what the accent was. Roberta, again, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for being here. Um, I know you're a busy lady. We'll get down to the questions. Um, people gave me questions to ask you as well. Um, so first of all, how did you land the role to be Sally Organa, Leia's aunt? Well, it actually happened in this very room uh, where, um, where I'm in right now, which is my bedroom. And um, I think it was kind of coming out of the pandemic. Uh, I just received from my manager a request of, for a self-tape. Right now, everything is self-tape, very little in person. Yeah, and, uh, and so I just, you know, propped up my my cell phone like what i'm using right now and i was standing you know uh in front of a white wall and it was an improv i actually didn't really have lines it was an improv and they told me it was for a mom role on a disney show and i was like i never get those like i don't i don't know i don't look like a mom i guess I'm don't. A little, i don't sassy i don't know so it's like sure whatever and it said don't worry about your accent just be yourself so i did it and um i think it was the the following week, my manager said, well, you know, they're asking for your availability. I was like, cool. And then the following week is like, they want to book you. It was like, cool. Wow, Still yeah. no idea what that was. And then she was like, well, I'm sending you the contract. And I was like, cool. And then when I got the contract at the bottom, I saw that it said Lucasfilm. Oh. And that's when I freaked out. Yeah, I think I think. Still not knowing what it was. So when did you, when did you find out you were, okay, you got the contract, you saw it said Lucasfilm, you, you kind of knew, okay, it has something to do with Star Wars. 
But when did you find out that this is your character and you're going to be playing with a, you know, major character moving down the franchise? Um, at, well, so I went to the fitting and because I started doing my research, I'm very like savvy researchers. Yeah. And after all my, you know, IMDb obsession, I, I had figured out it may have been uh, Obi-Wan because it okay. has been, it had been put on hold a couple of times. Yeah. And then when I went to the uh, fitting at the costume uh, house, I literally walked into a room full of Jedi costumes. Wow. <laughs> so that's when I had a heart attack a little bit. And then the costume designer, I'll always remember, she walked up to me with this beautiful book and she had like, and she drew me and she told my story. You know, you come from this planet. This is what you're doing. And I was very honest with her. I was like, well, I'm glad you're telling me because I have no idea what is happening here. It was so, so next level NDA. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. when, I got, when I got on set, I went into the hair and makeup trailer. It was like something like, you know, usual five in the morning. And so I sit down and I, and I do a double take and Jimmy Smith was yeah. sitting next. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then that's when, like, but it, it it all really clicked on set. Like, you know, it's um, it's it's extremely, extremely, you know, non-disclosure till the very end. I couldn't even print out sides. Yeah, they hand you sides on the day, and then they're responsible for taking them back. It was, you know, I couldn't. I had I had to walk around set wearing a black cape. Because nobody could see the costume. It was like, you know, wow. next level cool. Wow, uh, and let me ask you this. Are you, were, are you or were you a Star Wars fan before this? I think I became a Star Wars fan during the pandemic because that's when I binge watched everything multiple times. Okay. Before the pandemic, I was a fan. But I guess during the pandemic is when it really, you know, uh, like, kicked in and then i was um obsessed with the you know with baby yoda or grogu yeah, should i say yeah and when i found out that we would have shot in the very same stage it was pretty you know the volume was pretty amazing wow disney is pretty you, you you're you're probably with the one you know I, I i interviewed a lot of um actors and actresses who's been on Disney plus and their NDA on everything and their whole, we didn't know about anything till, you know, the day we were shooting is pretty, it's pretty on point of what you just said. And the secrets that they do, the things that they don't want you to know because you know, they're trying to keep everything a secret is pretty, it's pretty intense, right? How hard yeah. was it? How hard was it for uh, you not to go home and say, guess what I'm doing or guess what? Well, I mean, I think, Maybe my husband and few family members knew it, yeah. but I remember like when we were on set because I went there uh, two days total. Like I guess Jimmy Smith figured out that I was a little like I couldn't understand in a way what was going on, yeah. and so he goes like, "Wow, when did you find out?" I was like, "Well, I kind of found out this morning what is really happening." He was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I only had the sides, but you know, it's like you don't know who plays who and yeah, what yeah. they're doing because they can always flip things around." And and he was one of the most uh, compassionate and and giving, just amazing actor I've ever worked yeah. with. He was so so graceful, and and the director too, Deborah Chow. She's she's pretty amazing. Yeah, and you know, it's it was a good it was a good series for Star Wars fans. 
like myself to finally see the Obi-Wan, you know, like you said, they, they held it back for a while because they weren't sure if they wanted to make it a movie or if they wanted to make it a series and then COVID hit. So that kind of pushed it back even more. Um, how did COVID affect you as an actress or being in the movies? Uh, well, it was interesting because I'm very much of a in-person person. Yeah. And what happened with, with the pandemic is it was really hard for me to put myself on self-tape um, in the sense that like I, I live in a very small space and every time I had a, a self-tape request, which is this whole amount of stress of having to figure it out, how to move things around and then they want a full body shot. So I have to go outside. So you need to have, you know, this full setup. And uh, I guess in a way it was a blessing in disguise because, for instance, even the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, I mean, I didn't know it was for, for that, but I ended up turning down some auditions just because I either didn't have time to self-tape or I was yeah. getting frustrated with the self-tape. And that one was just in a way also like a lucky coincidence. It was like, no, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to do it. But it really put a dumper in a way and uh, on my love for the job because yeah. self-taping from home it's not something that i like and as a matter of fact after i did obi-wan i did one more one more movie it was actually premiering tomorrow at the at the chinese theater in hollywood it's a short but it's another very powerful story but after, after that i was like i'm i'm gonna take a break from it just because i i couldn't deal with with the whole like self tape situation, I don't know. Was it? It's it's something else, and yeah. I mean, no, it's you know the the pandemic not only affected everyone in in, in a certain way. It affected you know the way our lifestyle is. From you just said you went from you rather be in person auditioning in person, and now you have to do this, you know, one eighty, and you have to record yourself, and the way we are. As people, we see ourselves on camera. We're like, ah, I don't really like that. And, you know, it's like that. And then they want you to be a certain something. It's easier for me and, you know, you as an actress, you're you're more veteran than I am. But it's easier <laughs> for me to, for you to say, I'd rather you look at me in person and give you my expressions. And then you can critique me there than me right. looking at the video and like, oh, I don't really like this. Cause you know, that one you deleted could have been the best one that they wanted, that they wanted, but you don't know that because we're too busy critiquing ourselves. Um, but you, you stepped away from being in front of the camera to do more stuff behind the camera. So what, how did that go about? Was it the whole self self tape thing? Is that what got you behind the scenes? It was a, it was definitely a mix of things. Uh, cause you know, I've been acting in front of the camera for probably 20 years right now. Wow. Uh, and I, I also felt when I did Obi-Wan that I reached the peak or what the peak was for me. You know, I, I'm forever part of, a probably one of the most famous franchises in the world. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I, was tired of having to audition for like commercials or, you know, other smaller roles. And I just felt it was just a mix of things. It was that it was the self tape and uh, it was just a, uh, an underlying underlying feeling of wanting to do more and yeah. have the 
possibility of being more in charge and having a say in, you know, all phases of production. And I have done production probably like 15 years ago when I first came to Hollywood the very first time. And, and I like it and I know I'm good at it. I have, I'm very good at organizing uh, and management. So I was like, let's give it a shot. And my husband, he had his own production company for many, many years. And so we started uh, working together and um and now i work essentially full-time as a as a producer and a first assistant director and i really love i have to say being a an ad an assistant director i, I really like it i feel very uh useful and helpful to the production it's a lot of work i mean you know i've been i've been to a few and and seeing what you guys do behind the scenes i you know, I, I give you guys a lot of respect of the work that you guys do, you know, the things you put in, the vision you guys also have, like you have this vision on how a scene is supposed to be shot, but also if the actor or actress doesn't capture that scene, you guys have to be like, hey, you got to do it a little bit more. You know, you have to be honest with them because you are producing something and you are producing something that people was, is going to want to watch. And for right. you guys to have that vision and to also have the, you know, I don't want to say guts, but, you know, to say like, look, this is not how I want it. It has to be a little bit more like this. You know, I, I give you guys props for that. That's, that's, you know, that's encouraging to me being young in this business and trying to get in this business that there's people like here. I, I would rather hear the criticism now. Tell me now that I'm doing it wrong than to watch it on film later on and be like, oh my God, I could have done that so much better. You know, I could have, right. I could have done that so much, but I could have. So that's, I, I love that. Um, I have a question from Facebook. Um, this is from Patricia and says, who do you look up to as an actor or actress? Hmm. I mean, one of my favorite actors will always be, um, Meryl Streep. Yes. However, for the kind of like form, let's form shape of, of my career. I look up to like Jessica Chastain or Hilary Swank. So like actresses or on camera talent that also uh, branch out as, as producers, directors, uh, Olivia Wilde is also, nice. uh, I think a great actress and, and director. I work with her on um, uh, Don't Worry Darling. And she was very compassionate, super professional director. And uh yeah, there's a. I also look up to Al Fenning, who I fell in love with by watching The Great on Hulu. Yeah, and also starting to branch out as a as a producer. And um, yeah, those are like my my ladies in a way. Nice. You know, who I look up to. Yeah. How difficult is it for you being a female in the business in a male dominated business right now? when it comes to producing, when it comes to acting, when it comes to directing, it's dominated by males. How difficult is it for you to say, hey, I'm a female, but I can do this? I mean, I think actions speak louder than words. Yes. So at the end of the day, you know, once you put me on the field and, and I deliver, there's nothing left to be said, really, because, yeah. you know, it's the, the proof is in the pudding. But um I have to say also to my advantage, I think it's a moment where there are definitely also is an opening for women. 
And um, especially when it comes to assistant directors, there is this wrong stereotype that, you know, the assistant director is the person that comes to set and scream and nobody likes. And, uh, you know, because it's the person that kind of sets the pace and has to keep it all together from a logistics standpoint. And it doesn't have to be like that. And I believe that women in that position and also in producing positions, we have a, uh, um, we're having a moment right now and we're really, I mean, it's not, it's not that it was handed to us for free, but, um, you know, it was a lot of work to get to where we are today, but right now is definitely a moment where we can show what we can do and it's changing. I mean, like you said, give you the opportunity and we'll show you what we can do. And you work with Deborah Chow, you know, and Obi-Wan and, you know, she showed us that, you know, we didn't even think about it was a female director because we were so caught up in the action and in the storytelling that we were like, wow, you know, um, you know, and props to the females. You know, I to me, if you put out a good product, you know, male or female, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch yeah. it. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, no, it's a female that directed this. I am not going to watch. It. You know, you have people like that and they live in this. They live, you know, the Stone Age. They they, they live in the past. Um, and I'm glad you're there and I'm glad you're one of the forefronts of the, the female, the female world putting out movies. And, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, you know, we'd probably still be sitting here watching a lot of macho gung ho movies, you know. <laughs> Not saying that women can't do it. Women can do it. Um, right. Women still can't do it. Um, what got you into acting? What gave you that acting bug? Um, I I always, always give all the credit to my very first theater teacher. So what happened was I had started modeling when I was 16. And it was one of those accents where I was at the mall and somebody saw me. as like, hey, you. <laughs> let's go model and um and I said yes like not knowing what I was even you know getting into and then little by little you know you do modeling you do commercials I had a very very thick uh, Italian regional accent yeah <laughs> and so my agency is like well you know go take some dialect coaching lessons and that teacher her name is Nicoletta Ramorino she uh like after one lesson she's like you know I really think you you have something and I would love for you to start, you know, studying with us uh, as a very famous traditional like theater school in Milan. And uh, and that's what I did. And I never looked back, but she was the one that saw it and and Bushman told me, you know, just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to go for it. I mean, if if you didn't, you wouldn't have known. And I rather, I rather know that I did something than, than not do something. Um, did you w- want to share your Top Gun story with everyone? Oh, <laughs> oh that's also part of the business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I got cast to play, uh, I think the role is still called administrator in, in Top Gun Maverick. Uh, went to the fit, the costume fitting, the whole thing. I show up to set the day of and, you know, hurry up and wait type of thing. That was another funny makeup trailer story because I remember I sat down and John Hamm was next to me. And I mean, he's like, he was like hot, hot. Yeah. And I was like, 
okay. So I'm like ready to go. They, they take you to set, but even there it was like super beyond NDA. And, uh, so you were holding in an area that was not even where the cameras were. It was like, it was me and another like five people because it was an office scene. So, you know, it was like people walking in the hallways and I was supposedly handing something to, um, to our friend Tom. And, uh, and then, you know, day goes by and uh, nothing happens, nothing happens. They pull one person and then we're waiting, we're waiting. And then, um, I think he was one of the ADs. He comes and he goes like, you know what? We're, we're out of time. We actually cut the scene. Man. And so, you know, took off my uniform, uh, went home. And the, the most, if anything, heartbreaking part is because I was cast and I had a role. I still show up on IMDb. It just said uncredited because I never made the movie. And everybody's like, Oh my God, you're in Top Gun. I was like, no, I, I was on the, side of top gun and you know it it never happened but it's part of the game like it has happened even i did like i always wanted to do a sack commercial because you hear this phantasmagorical stories of you do a sack commercial and you can buy a house with the residuals oh wow you know because oh and car commercials are the best and around christmas (laughs) and whatever so sure enough i finally land the sack commercial uh for christmas I go, I shoot it, have the best time. I remember I canceled the trip back home to Italy to stay and do it. I got cut. Like, oh. not just me, like the, the story. It was yeah. like a couple story, never aired. So a lot of these things happen. They're not talked about. It, it's part of the game. Part so the it's, game. you know, it's, it's heartbreak prone. Yeah. And so right now that I'm on the other side, it, in a, I guess, control freak mind is better because I feel like I'm in control. You know what I mean? I'm on the side where decisions are, are made versus being a, um, handed, right? Like just like a decision. But I think that being an actor has helped me a lot for what I'm doing now in terms of understanding also, you know, talent and what they have to go through. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the good thing. I mean, you, you, you have someone like John Favreau who, was acting for the longest time before now he's doing things behind the scenes. And, you know, he, like you just said, understands the business, understand what a newbie actor, actress, or even a veteran actor and actress has to put in and the time they put in. And that's what makes it, that's what makes a good actor, director, producer, because you know what you got to do and you know how you got to either save the film or help you know, the person that you're, you're with. Um, what's been some of your struggles in the new role that you're in right now? What's, you know, the difficulties you're having, or if you are having any difficulties? Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. It's, it's, it's a lot of personality management because, yeah. uh, you have to put a movie together, which ultimately means putting people together yeah. and, uh, and everybody, um, uh, response to different things everybody um because i see my role as bringing people together and i cannot interact with everybody the same way and uh i remember one of my very good friend and he's a fellow producer one time we went and i look up to him as a as a mentor and he goes like you know at the end of the day you gotta be everybody's daddy 
yeah. in the sense that you know it's like everybody wants to be listened to and cared for and that's what it should be because to tell a story yes is the story but it's also the people that are behind like making yeah. it happen if i didn't have the sound guy or you know the also like the roles that are not talked about yeah uh, they're important and um and everybody should be treated you know with with compassion and care so it's definitely always be available at my best for everybody because nice. sometimes like i get tired i may get cranky so it's like that's always the challenge to be you know always there for everybody because they're there for for me for us for the movie so yeah nice nice no that's that that's you're someone that i would i would love to work for you know in the future just because the way you are and me being a newbie in this business and if i get caught up with that person who's just gonna scream at me and yell at me i'm gonna be that guy that's like is this what i want to do is this what I want, you know, you, you, you second guess yourself, you know, and, and I'm sure you as an actress, a veteran actress who's been through all that, you, you know, you, you ask yourself so many times, is this what you want to do? But if you, if it was just like what you said, you know, show a little more compassion, be a little bit more heartful to these, you know, especially the new actors, you know, it'll give us that opportunity and chance to say, yeah, I guess this is something I do want to do moving forward. Um, mm -hmm where where what's your next goal what's your next project you said there's one coming out tomorrow but what what else any future plans that you have moving forward uh well i have uh, we're right now in post-production with a romantic comedy that we produced in in january that uh it's really cute and i'm really proud of and it was a uh, a lot of work it was essentially my husband doing everything you know camera and director photography nice and then had a friend of mine uh, who also co-wrote the script uh, doing uh, set dressing. And I did everything, meaning I cast, I did locations, I did uh, wardrobe continuity. It was just like, it was a lot, but um, it's coming along nicely. So I'm very proud to see that come to life. And then uh, we'll see. I have something in... Um, in June, I'm going to go to Montana for two weeks to film something else. But I have um, another, I guess, like three shorts that I'm ADing or co-producing that are coming to life. Uh, one is called Froggy, um, written and to be directed by Amelia Joyce. Nice. Then I'm doing Caught in the Act, which is a brilliant order by Matt uh, Kravitsky. So I'm like, I have a board, my, my main entrance of the house. I just like put gigantic, like white, uh, sticker on it. And I think I have something probably like 12 projects on it that I'm wow. trying to, you know, wow. push for, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm sur surrounded by a lot of talented people and friends. Yeah. And so, you know, what movies we can, we can, we can bring to life. You know, I never, I never watched or was never into shorts till I interviewed, um, uh, an actress and she's a middle, middle Eastern actress. And she introduced me to like three or four shorts that she was in and I watched them all. And even in the six, seven minutes that I was watching these shorts, they were so powerful. I was just like, Oh my God, 
you know, there was one where she didn't even speak in the whole, in the whole, you know, six, seven minutes, but the acting was powerful and, and it 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 showed me an appreciation and like, you don't have to speak in a role, you know, just, just act something out. So doing shorts are, 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 to me, I, I love watching shorts. So every time I see something and it says, okay, 12 minutes, I'm going to watch it just because I want to see, you know, a lot of people on this side, my side thinks it's easy to be an actor or an actress. It's easy to just go there and read a line. And, you know, I'll tell them, and I tell them right now, no, it's not. You know, I was given mm-hmm. like five lines to remember and those were difficult for me to remember. You know, it's like you have to know when to speak it. You have to know. There's a lot of things involved in acting. Um, and for someone like you, again, who's been around, who's been acting, um, and you're you're successful in what you do. And, I, you know, I wish you nothing but luck moving forward. And um, do you plan on getting back behind the camera or in front of the camera anytime soon? Um, I mean, I, I, yes, I have, a, I have a project that I'm also... Um, co-producing that uh i'm acting in it so my i I just essentially removed myself from the online casting game okay i still have my manager but i always leave the door open in the sense of if somebody has a project it's like hey roberta what do you think it's like okay can i also you know produce it though so i have more of a you know um bird's eye view of the whole project yeah. So yeah, it, it it can happen. I mean, it's happening because I'm already doing this other one um, with a, with a dear friend of mine, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll nice. see what what the future brings. But uh, I love it. Uh, at times, I guess lately, I do miss it a little bit. Uh, it's also it was interesting that I think some of my best work on camera has come after. I was uh, getting off a producing job because I always like to think, and that's how I feel that, you know, producing or ADing is creative, but it's more of a rational creation because you're playing with, you know, numbers and yeah. time different, still creative because you got to have like a brain to figure it out how you're going to make it work out. Um, but just like acting and being on set as a, as, as talent, it has been very, I don't know, um, uh, like it has recharged me a lot once I was coming off of a producing it because I guess it balances out, you know, yeah. logical and and creative. So, yeah, it's nice. interesting. Nice. And, and, you know, the door's always open. If Obi-Wan season two comes out and they need, oh. you know, Sally <laughs> Organa back in there, yeah, then you can come back in there. <laughs> Always definitely leave very much the door open for, you know, for Star Wars. I actually waiting to see if there's any, you know, uh, figurines or whatnot that is going to, that is going to come out. We we can find a way to make it happen. We can, (laughs) we can, we can create the Selly Organa, uh, a little, little figure for you. We can find that way to make it happen. Yeah. Hey, Roberta, before we leave, before I get you off again, I want to thank you for jumping on. Thank you for taking the time. But before we get you off, is there any words you can tell anybody who's trying to get into acting or even directing, producing, but they're on the fence that, you know, they need that little push. They need that little nudge. What words of encouragement can you give them? Well, uh, if you want to be an actor or a director, just write something and shoot it. 
don't wait for that was the best advice was ever given to me uh, by my very first acting coach here in LA. Don't be the actor or the director that sits around and wait for the phone to ring. You got to make it happen. And uh, especially if you live in LA, but you know, you're, you live in one of the cities that has the biggest, you know, talent pool. So if you want to shoot something and you don't have money, guess what? You have websites. I mean, I, found so much good stuff off of craigslist also in terms of talent that i was like just go for it yeah Uh, somebody that wants to you know shoot like a dp that wants to shoot something for his or her reel and they would do it so you just start gathering um mind alike people and you just get it done and then once first of all it's a learning experience that will teach you way more than any class you could take yeah um, and then you, you, you are left with a piece of work that is yours and yours only, and you can send it to festivals. So my, my advice is if you really want to do it, just make it happen. Make it happen. And, um, that's the best advice. No, and that goes for everything, you know, yeah. acting, directing, or if you want to be an accountant, like that goes across the board for anything you want to do in life. If you want to do it, just go out there and, and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I told one person within the past couple months that I only see you on Instagram. I don't I don't know you want to be an actor. So how does everyone else know you want to be an actor? You know, you got to put yourself out there. You got to sell yourself out. You got to do everything you can to show people, hey, this is what I want to do and this is how I want to do it. And the only way to do it is to just keep doing it, keep pushing yourself forward and keep, you know, like get into those auditions get those headshots, get everything you have to do just to get yourself ready for the next thing. Um, thank you so much again for jumping on. I mean, it's, it was a great honor to have you on the show. Great pleasure to have you on the show. And I tell everyone, if you ever want to come back, you're more than welcome to come back. If there's anything you want to talk about moving forward, like again, you know, there is a season two of Obi-Wan and you're like, Hey, Eric, guess what? Guess who I'll be? I know you can't tell us right away, but, um, but you know, <laughs> but as soon as that happens, you you let us know. And you know, anything else you need on this end, on my end, you need help promoting something. Like, hey, Eric, can you push put this on your podcast, on your on your Instagram page? Just help me out. Hey, I know you got PR, but if you need that little cheap help, I'll be more than happy to do that for you. Thank um, you. Thank you for being on. Wish you nothing but but success and you know a bright future. You definitely have a bright future moving ahead. I can't wait to see any of your projects moving forward. Thank you. Appreciate it, Eric. We'll give you another round of applause for jumping on here. Thank you. That is Roberta Sparta, guys. You can follow her on Instagram. She has her Instagram page. Is there a website you want to plug for anybody? Anybody who wants to follow you on a website? No, just my two Instagram pages. So I am at Roberta underscore Sparta. And uh, my production company is Sparta Productions underscore. That so, one, that one, I just started looking at today. So I'm gonna <laughs> follow that one today. Thank you again. Thank you. you. I have to still build the website. It's all a work in progress. Got but it. Thank you again, and I can't wait to uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Thank Roberta. So- bye bye. Bye bye. All right, guys. That was Roberta Sparta. Man, again, night and day, night and day. There was a lot of energy in this one. There was a lot of, uh, you know that 
just the questions. And a lot of the questions was definitely, you know, for me, what, what I got to get out of it, what I can put into it and, you know, any of my future roles. But I love storytelling. She does have a quote on her IMDb page. Look her up on our IMDb, IMDb page. And the first line says, I am a storyteller at heart. I put a lot of love and passion into movie making. Man, that's it right there. That sold me. Um, thank you guys for jumping on. Thank you guys for always being positive, being part of the show. Um, this is going to be my last interview for a while. I do have a couple interviews or a couple people that I'm lined up to talk to and see if they want to do the show. A lot of you guys are like, how hard is it to get people on the show? It took me five, six months to get William hung on the show. <laughs> took me that long to get her, get on the show. Roberta, I had her booked before, after Obi-Wan ended, um, we just had a hard time connecting the time and when we can do it. So it is a little difficult. So, you know, for you guys who are there, like, what's taking so long? Cut me a little slack. I'll get it going. But we're going to finish this off again. I want to thank you guys for jumping on. Thank you guys for always being part of the show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. The podcast has ended, guys. And the vlogs. Go in peace. Thanks for listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B. Yesterday, they're like, you guys didn't play any, you didn't play any music after the show last night, after I did William Hung. I didn't. I didn't want to get strike on the whole YouTube thing, but this is a song that I put together. It's called Elements of Sound. Couldn't think of another name for it, but I called it Element of Sound. Thank you guys on Facebook, Facebook Live, who joined me. Thank you guys for, you know, always being on again. If you missed this, you can just log on to my Facebook page. It'll show the replay there, or I'll upload it on YouTube with all the edits and all that other stuff. You can watch it on YouTube there. And for you guys who just wants to listen and don't want to look at this ugly mug right here, you can listen to the podcast available on all podcast platforms from Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. You guys are paying for the Amazon membership. You might as well listen to a podcast there. But thank you guys, Facebook Live. I'm going to end the stream right now. Thank you guys for jumping on. Until next time, peace. I made this.